the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. They work for you, not the dealer. Now you have personal friends for the car buying experience. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Here are your hosts, Dana Southern and Gary Green. Good morning and welcome to your car insiders on 960 The Patriot. My name's Gary Green. I'm here with my friend and business partner, Dana Southern. And to collectively, we are your car insiders. We work for you, nobody but you. We don't work for the dealers. We're not brokers. We consider ourselves to be what we call consumer advocates. We take you to the dealership. We don't send you anywhere. At least I don't send you anywhere without me because you never know what could happen if you get lost in the shuffle. And uh, I hope everybody had a really happy and healthy new year. Uh, last week's show was actually recorded based on the holidays, so this is really our first show of 2020, so I wanted to wish everybody a happy and healthy new year. A lot of people waited to the end of the year. Last last week of the year was one of the busiest times I've had in, in a while, and it was just such a pleasure helping all the people I was able to help, and I'm sure Dana feels the same way. He's actually standing online right now getting a cup of coffee, so I had to start without him. But some of the things that I wanted to talk about today was people waiting till the end of the year and then thinking that they're going to get a great deal on a 19. Now, that is the case as long as you're looking at a car that has 2019s. Now, I was at a Toyota dealership just the other day, and in the beginning of December, they had over 60, 2019 Toyota Highlanders in stock. Well, by the end of the month, they had 22 in stock, of which 11 were the new body style 2020. Now, some people may not like it. Some people love it. It's one of these things where they basically put that new Toyota front look on the vehicle. It looks like a large RAV4. And, but the inside is where they really did a, a knockout job. I thought the interior of the Limited was really special, looked great. I liked the way that the dashboard was configured. But the deal was on a 19. Rebates, larger discounts. You know, sometimes when we help people, they know way more about what it is that they do then we know we have no idea about what it is they do. As we're in the car business, we understand how the car business works. And I had a gentleman that I helped just last week, 
and he was extremely, extremely pleasant to deal with. And it's unfortunate that our society has gotten so, I want to use the word hacked, that people are afraid to share their information. Now, if you want to buy a vehicle, if you want to buy a car, and you go into a car dealership, and your two ways of paying for the car are a personal check or you're going to finance a vehicle, 100% of the time if you're financing a car, they're going to pull your credit. At least 95% of the time, unless the general manager knows you, are they going to take a personal check without pulling your credit. Now, if somebody tells you that they're just going to run an OFAC, they can do that from your driver's license. So if they take a credit application out and they start filling out a credit app and they get to the social security number part and you're going to be writing a a check and you just want an OFAC run, do not give them your social. There's no possible way for them to run your credit without their, without the social, but with an OFAC, they don't need your social, and every time someone buys a vehicle, the dealership should be running an OFAC. Every time a dealership runs your credit, they should be having you sign a disclosure that says your credit score is this. Not that you have to guess, they show it to you. And not all banks use the same bureau. So you have TransUnion, you have Equifax, you have Experian, and you have three separate scores on each of those. So now if anybody could explain to me exactly how credit scoring works, that would be the million dollar question. I have a friend that works for a credit bureau and she doesn't even know exactly how they score. I will know this, that I have, I bought some stuff using a credit card and it took me to 4% of my revolving credit being used. So I had 96% of my credit still available. My credit score dropped by 50 points. And as soon as I paid off that credit card, the next month, my credit score went back up. So I was kind of shocked that with the amount of available credit that I have and the small balance that I put on one of the cards, which was 4% of my total available credit, it dropped my credit score like 50 points. Now, to me, it doesn't affect me that much because of where my score is. When you go down 50, if you're still in the mid sevens, you're not going to get hurt on anything. But if you're going to buy a car and your credit score is 720 and you just financed a bunch of stuff and all of a sudden your credit score is now 660 when the dealership runs your credit, that is going to drastically affect the interest rate on your purchase for a pretty good amount of people. Now, some lenders have cutoffs that are lower than others. Some banks, to get the tier one, you need to be a 760. Some, you could be a 680. Some, you have to be a 720. There is no rhyme or reason uh, to how this works. But the reason I was talking about this was I read something really interesting that was an article from Experian, and it was about running your credit. 
So one thing that Dana and I always say is you should have an idea what your credit score is. And if you have a credit union, you should have an idea of what your credit union offers. And many of the credit unions actually do direct lending with the dealerships that they can set your financing up right through the dealership without having to go to the credit union. So Dana just walked in with his coffee. I'm going to wait till he gets settled in, till I start to read what this article was. And good morning. Good morning. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Good morning. Good morning. So this was something that was on Experian's credit website. And the question was, I run an auto dealership that sells luxury vehicles. I understand that multiple inquiries within a shopping time frame do not hurt an individual's credit score. Can you explain the time frame, what the time frame is, and any other tips we can pass along to our customers? And this was from LLS. So dear LLS, now this is Experian's answer. You're correct that credit scoring systems allow people to shop for the best rates on car loans without having a negative impact on their credit scores. They do so by counting all inquiries for auto loans within a given time period as a single inquiry. That time period may vary slightly from one credit scoring system to another, but typically it's 14 days. That allows plenty of time for a person to be pre-approved by their own lender or for a car dealership to shop their loan application with multiple lenders in a practice commonly referred to as shotgunning. Well, there's nothing common about the term shotgunning. It's actually my experience in the car business that that term was an extremely negative. And, and of course, I agree. The, the goal is not to have your credit sent to numerous lenders, which is what shotgunning implies, you know, instead of the rifle approach, the, the you know, splatter approach where you go to as many places as possible. Needless to say, as the article points to, during that 14-day period, which is pretty consistent, um, it used to be years ago, the same as a mortgage, where it would be 30 days, but that changed many years ago. As it relates to having your credit submitted to numerous lenders, that's not something Gary and I would ever suggest. What the dealership does in this process, it's called dealer track. They load all your information. They load how much you're paying for the car. They're loading the information on your trade-in. And then they turn around and they can check off as many as the lenders that are in there. Now, it was a bad policy that people in the dealership years ago, I could remember, they'd get annoyed at a customer and they would send his loan to 30 different banks just to be spiteful. Spiteful. So when Dana and I help somebody buy a car, we have a pretty good idea where the loan should go. So I had a friend of mine that I've helped numerous times meet me at a Toyota dealership the other day. And everybody sees 1.9% for 60 months through Toyota. Now, there's a rebate that you get of 1500 bucks or 1250 whatever it is. But that rebate is or 1.9. Not and. So 1. my 9. friend who is way better at his job than I am, because he's a sergeant with the city of Phoenix Police Department, says to me, 
turns his phone around to me like he knows something and says, look at this. That's right, Jason. There's 1.9%. However, your in-laws paid off their 2017 car in 18 months. So the difference from the 1.9 to 3.9 with their $10,000 down payment only changes the finance charge $900 if they make all 60 payments. And send the minimum amount due each time. They're going to pay the car off in less than 18 months. So they would have gone in, they would have taken the 1.9%, and they would have financed an extra 1250 bucks to buy the car. Now, that was an or. Now, not all cars in the brand are the same. So that was on a Camry. Other things that they offer is you can get this with that. So you have to understand what's available on all vehicles. Now, the gal that did that, I helped another gal and happened to be one of my police officer friend's friends. And I explained to her the term declining balance. So if you have a $3,000 finance charge and your loan is for 60 months, it's not $50 a month. Okay, it's based on how much your balance is. Very special thanks to the Earnhardt family of dealerships. They support what it is that Dana and I do to help our clients. The most prestigious and coveted honor that American Honda Motor Company awards dealerships is the President's Award. The award recognizes the dealership teams who demonstrate superior achievement and customer satisfaction, new car unit sales value, and business management. Earnhardt Honda is proud to have received this prestigious award many times, and they want to show you why they're the top-selling Honda dealer in the Central and West Phoenix Valley regions. Earnhardt Honda's mission is to provide their customers with world-class service in every phase of the sales and service experience. 100% customer satisfaction is General Manager Joey Staples' goal. The staff at Earnhardt Honda participate in continuous training programs to improve industry and product knowledge and new ways to continue to provide top-notch customer service. Joey realizes that customers have a choice, and when customers like you choose Earnhardt Honda, you have put your implicit trust in them. Joey appreciates and is honored to have your trust. You can reach him at his desk by calling 623-463-4308 or visit him at Earnhardt Honda, located in Avondale or online at EarnhardtHonda.com. Monta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Moon Valley. Vision loss is not something that you feel until it happens. Most people lose their vision from diseases like macular degeneration and glaucoma, not at birth. With macular degeneration, you lose your central vision. You have a blind spot right in the center of your face, so I can't actually see your face. So even that little circle in which I could see became a big blur. I was 65 when I first was diagnosed with glaucoma. There were no symptoms. I had no headaches. Three million Americans have glaucoma and half 
don't even know it. 11 million people in the United States have macular degeneration. You lose mobility, independence, changes your entire life. So many eye disorders can be treated if caught early. My husband tells me that I have beautiful brown eyes, and I don't want to lose that. Make a plan today to get your eyes checked. Visit brightfocus.org to learn more. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. You know, when it comes to purchasing a vehicle, you know, there's so many different things that you can arguably do along the way that are obviously going to help you and be in your best interest. There are Shotgunning th- your loan is not one of them. We can agree on that. Go ahead and go back to that article, Gary. So the process usually only takes a few minutes and enables lenders to comp- compete for the loan and for the car dealership to help their customer find the best loan rates. Well, it's true to help you find the best loan rates, but they're also shopping you with the banks that pay them the best. You want to explain how that works, or is it worth it? It's called a yield spread premium. The dealership is allowed to mark up the rate, and they can either mark up the rate or they can take what's called a flat. But yes, car dealerships are allowed to make money on a car loan that they secure for you. Now, I've helped people that work in a bank that has their preferred rate from the bank they work at, and I get them better rates in the car dealership. They, they have access to, to virtually every lender in the valley, and under that premise, they can see, and in most cases should be familiar with, who is offering, based on your criteria, credit score, and type of vehicle, where it should go, which is why it shouldn't need to be shotgunned. So it says, often the customer can pick the car they want, apply for credit, get approved, and drive off the lot within a matter of hours, all without leaving the dealership. Now, remember something. In the state of Arizona, so if you're not in Arizona, I don't know what the laws are, but in the state of Arizona, they allow you to take a vehicle without your loan being approved. It's called a spot delivery. Or conditional delivery, because what you sign is a form that says conditional delivery on top, and somewhere in the middle, it says the term spot delivery. However, when a consumer goes into the business office on their own, and they are, let's say, they might have some credit concerns, they may not have perfect credit, when they go into that office, that is something that is virtually never brought up by the dealership at that time. So most people leave the dealership, even if they do have concerns with their credit, assuming that it's already done and approved. But that is not necessarily the case at all. So normally, and I know Dane is the same way, when we're helping somebody, we've n- I've never let anybody take the car where the dealership says, don't worry about it, we'll figure it, out, figure it out later. So one of the things they used to say when you work in the dealership, well, we'll just throw it against the wall and see where it sticks. And unfortunately, there's times that it never sticks. Because credit scoring systems count multiple auto loans inquiries as a single inquiry, shotgunning does not affect a person's ability to qualify for credit. When considering a large purchase, such as a new car, consumers should get a copy of their credit report well in advance to make sure that everything is accurate. Well, what happens if you get a TransUnion credit report and the bank that you're using at the dealership 
is Experian or Equifax. It's important, and this is what I'll tell you. If you have bad credit, you know it. If you have good credit, you know it. But the shock can be sometimes if someone stole your credit or you got hacked, and all of a sudden, and that's why to me, it's so important to have some kind of a monitoring system, whether you pay for it or not. I check my credit karma every Saturday morning. And if the score changes, I will know it changes sometimes because I made a payment on something or I bought something and it's now showing I have a balance on my credit card. But I also like the emails that I get that say your email, your your social security number has not shown up on the dark web. It's really, really important because if you have a problem and someone hacks your credit, it's almost like you now have to prove it wasn't you. Well, getting back to the the financing side of it, I, I know there's a lot of people that, you know, in order to to be educated will will want to get pre approved or go to a, a bank that, that they've done business with and, and have a good relationship with and Ultimately, there's a, a small chance that the bank that you bank with has the lowest bank rates available for an auto loan. You, what is the word you used? Small chance. Now, how about no chance if you're if you walk into a Chase bank? Well, that's because, as Gary shared several weeks ago, on a pre-owned vehicle, Chase no longer offers financing. They don't offer it on new cars in the branch. You have to do it through a dealership. And At least that's my understanding. Well, and more than likely, you didn't hear it incorrectly. And that's kind of an unusual move. But the reason why I brought it up is because there's not really a way for you to know going in whether or not the bank that you have in mind offers you know, the best rates or competitive rates or is the best bank for you to use. It might be a good idea to pick up the phone and give Gary a call. His number is 602-525-1370. And if you were to pick up the phone and call him and kind of tell him what your thought process was and what you were doing, he'd be able to guide you as to whether or not it made sense for you, know, you to go it, through that it, extra effort. It, it's funny that you said that. I, I'm laughing when I read some of this. So it says, because credit scores are unique to each individual's credit history, it is unwise to give off the cuff advice. Absolutely. If someone starts to talk to me about a car loan and they want me to give them a rate, I don't discuss rates, pinpoint a, a specific rate until I know what your credit score is based on the credit that was pulled at the dealership that they're going to use to send to the lender. While it might be good advice for one person, it could be damaging for another. Consider allowing your finance managers to scare, scare, share the credit score risk factor statements with your customers. Consider allowing, it's the freaking law. Your customers can use those statements to help them take steps to improve their credit worthiness. Now, sometimes when they print that, It'll have multiple scores on it, but the one that's on the top is the one that they're using to try to secure your car loan. Final suggestion is to make sure your customers have reasonable expectations based on their overall financial situation. 
Getting pre-qualified with a lender can help customers get a better idea of how much car they can truly afford. The best way to avoid disappointment is to not get their hearts on a luxury vehicle only to qualify, only to discover they can qualify for a commuter car. Do not, and this is my advice, if you're buying a car, until you figure out what it is you want, it's a really simple thing. Go online and go to what's called an auto loan calculator. You can stick in the dollar amount that you are trying to finance, the interest rate that you're hoping to get, the term that you're getting, and it's going to give you a payment. So when you're trying to finance $40,000 and put no money down and you want to be on a 72-month loan and the rate's at 3.9%, your payment's not under 600 a month. It just can't be. It's the math. And as Dana said, and I love this, is what he says. Liars figure, but figures do not lie. You know, and it's funny because part of buying a car, it should be fun. And I'll tell, I'll tell, it was a funny thing I heard in a dealership the other day where unfortunately they had to fire a salesperson for doing something that he shouldn't have been doing. Earnhardt and Lexus customers drive the finest vehicles in the world and have equally high expectations from their dealership. We invite you to visit the all-new state-of-the-art facility and experience the pride that every Earnhardt and Lexus associate takes to provide quality service to their clients. At Earnhardt and Lexus, you'll find more than just a vehicle. You'll find people who know how to take care of a Lexus and even more importantly, how to take care of you. Now located in the heart of Phoenix at 800 East Camelback Road, Phoenix, Arizona, 85014. Larry H. Miller Nissan's general manager, Bill Brixie, is committed to helping you find the new or used vehicle you've been searching for. Whether it is new or used Nissans or new or used cars from the top manufacturers, Bill can help. But here is the game stopper. Bill's finance staff offers expert advice to those seeking a great deal on a car or lease. Larry H. Miller Nissan has a top-notch service and parts department always willing to help you with your Nissan. Larry H. Miller is located at 2025 West Riverview Auto Drive in Mesa. Nobody likes to be in debt, and that's why it's usually not wise to borrow money. But if your air conditioner calls it quits in the middle of summer and you don't have cash on hand, what are you going to do? Mike Aliyah here again from Benefit Air to give you the best solution to a difficult problem because sometimes we have to make tough choices in life with money issues and we need all the help we can get. Because Benefit Air is a train comfort specialist dealer, we have access to financing terms that other dealers can't even come close to. What if you could get a brand new train system complete with a full 10-year parts and labor warranty for a low monthly payment? And what if a large portion of that monthly payment would be offset by the savings in your energy bill? And what if the energy savings over the life of the system was actually equal to or more than the cost of the system? At Benefit, we want to help you out of a tight spot by offering payment options that are affordable while providing you with a wise investment that can save you money for years to come. Call Benefit today to find out more about the financing options for a new high-quality train system that you can afford. 602-840-9229 or visit us on the web at BenefitAir.com. Experience the benefit of using Benefit Air. Hey, guys, let's play some video games. This new dad plays video games with his sons. But the challenge feels like he's lifting a metric ton. How many buttons? His avatar just stares at the walls, twists and turns, and somehow falls. Help me. He's tangled up in the controller's cord. I just don't understand this crazy digital world. Crazy, crazy digital world. 
But the love from his kids is totally apparent. Ooh. See, you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. You should have just played catch. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Good morning and welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. You can reach me at 602-525-1370. You can always reach Dana at 602-679-8324. I can assure you that is the best way to reach us. If you feel the need to send an email, if you go to our website, Your Car Insiders, there is a link to send a submission form. All of those forms come to me, and randomly, I take some. Randomly, I send some to Dana. Now, it's not like the old days where we cherry-picked the leads because we wanted the better leads for us, and we gave the bad leads to other people. We don't, I don't, a lot of times, I won't even read what it says. I, I did get one the other night. I forwarded it to Dana. At 4 in the morning, I answered him when I woke up that, yeah, you can work this one. The gentleman had set the same lead twice. So I don't know if there's something where he hit the button inadvertently two times, but we did get it. And Dana, I'm sure will reach out to the gentleman today. But remember, it's a very simple, very simple process. If you want to be safe and you know you have good credit and you're going to finance a car for 72 months, use $16.50 a thousand, and that's a little on the high side to give you a little bit of a buffer. If you have good credit. If you have good credit. Now, that's on 72 months. Good credit on 60 months, you might be closer to $18 a thousand. So when I helped somebody the other day, I explained to them that term again, simple interest, no prepayment penalty, and it's... A declining balance. Now, one of the things about the car business is it's really scrutinized. And they're not all bad people in the car business. They're not all bad people in any business. And one of the funny things I heard was somebody asked somebody a question and the customer said, none you. And I said, what, do you, what is that? He says, none your business. Customer salesman was asking a customer what they wanted the payment to be, what they were trying to, they, they had the guest sheet. So somebody and I, we were talking the other day, and somebody said the new one was Nagana. I'm like, Nagana? He says, yeah, they fired him. He's not going to be working here anymore. Buying a car, just like anything else, when you're spending your money, if you're not enjoying yourself, don't buy the car from somebody. Now, I've banked with the same bank for 30 years. And unfortunately, there's been a demise in the customer service in the banking industry. They've gone from people to automated tellers. They don't want you to... So I go to branches that have tellers. In the last 12 months, there's only one person left in the branch that I normally go to. So the other day, I went into the bank, and I made a deposit. And I came home, and I checked my checking account, 
and there's no deposit. Now, it's not available, but it always says pending. So I get out my phone, I get out my debit card, and I call the number for the... Now, I'm not giving anybody my account number and my social in the same phone call through an automated system. It ain't happening. If you get a person on the phone, I'll share the information. I'm not giving it to the automated system. So it took a little while to route through that. Then I get to the part where she says, I have to call the bank. Well, she calls the bank and she gets back on and says, well, I've dialed the number 10 times. Nobody's answered the phone yet. Please continue to hold. So I continue to hold. Now I have the receipt in front of me. I have my account pulled up and all of a sudden somebody answers the phone from the branch and I could tell it was the manager and she said, oh, you have to come in for us to investigate this. What do you mean I have to come in? Here's the transaction number. Here's the name of the teller and here's the time it happened. Go through the the stack of checks. But I didn't say it out loud. I said it to myself. So I drove down and I got with one of the bankers and she looks it up and she says, well, that's odd. It's not in there. I said, of course it's not in there. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't in here. So I went, waited a few minutes. She walked away and she came back and she started to explain that, yes, he made a mistake. He put it in the wrong account. And she tried to blame it on me that he couldn't read the numbers the way I wrote them on the deposit slip. So I looked at her and said, you know, let me ask you a question. Was the name of my company on the check that was deposited? Yep. Was the name of the company on the deposit slip that I used? Yes. Wouldn't you think the teller would look at the account that they pulled up and said, oh my goodness, sir, can you verify the numbers? Okay, rather than telling me it's my fault, maybe you should train your new people a little better. That's one of the reasons why when Dana and I help you buy a car, we don't deal with salespeople that have been in the car business for three days. When's the last time you took somebody in and dealt with the green pig? I, I don't because our clients deserve far better than that. They deserve to have someone that knows their product. Welcome to Rodeo Ford, located in Goodyear, Arizona at 13680 West Test Drive. Rodeo Ford is proud to be one of the premier dealerships in the area. From the moment you walk in their showroom, you'll know their commitment to customer service is second to none. They strive to make your experience with Rodeo Ford a good one for the life of your vehicle. Whether you need to purchase, finance, or service a newer pre-owned Ford, you've come to the right place. Remember when a small business needed a landline? Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. I want to send a special thanks out to Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, located at 8801 West Bell Road in Peoria, Arizona. Um, Dennis Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen is just a really, really wonderful place to buy a car. 
Gary and I have helped numerous clients over the years, and as Gary often says, almost wish that everybody wanted to buy one because of how well they treat people and how ethically they do business. As Gary mentioned earlier, there's a lot of wonderful people that are in the auto industry. There are a lot of really good people. Unfortunately, like any other industry, there are also people that unfortunately are are more concerned about themselves and what's best for them. And sometimes that goes beyond just regular business. And so typically when it comes to the financing aspect of purchasing a car, assuming that you're not going to lease it and you're not going to pay cash, um, of late, I think Gary mentioned this, but there was a lender that fortunately is no longer doing business this way, but there was a lender that was offering six-year leases here in the Valley, and there were certain dealerships that seemed to permeate towards using that company to, I can see no other thing other than to simply do what was best for them and what arguably could be the worst thing possible for the consumer. Um, For those of you listening, I'm not sure if you're familiar with a a term called a balloon, but many, many years ago, a lot of the manufacturers offered a, a, a balloon payment in lieu of a lease. So essentially it, it had, in theory, the benefits of a lease in that you weren't paying for the whole purchase price of the car. You were offsetting that like a residual to the end of the term. But unlike a lease, you also paid sales tax on the purchase price. And anyway, without trying to confuse anyone, it it turned out to where a lot of people were under the impression that they were actually buying a car and after the five-year period that they had made payments that they were going to own the car. Well, those same dealers that used to use Bank of the West, who no longer does business here in the Valley, appears to have found this new reintroduced balloon program that ultimately I can only tell you if you have a fear of leasing and you know for a lot of people that's that's really all it is I I can promise you that there are certain people that should not lease a car and they just shouldn't there are a lot of people that absolutely should lease a car and don't because they don't truly understand it no one's explained it to them properly or they just have not gotten good information. So, of course, there's people that shouldn't. There's people that should. But when it comes to this balloon scenario, most lenders back, I would say, in the 90s would have stopped doing that because of all the confusion, all the people that thought they had purchased cars that at the end of the term had just horrific experiences. And so my only advice to you is... If somehow you find yourself talking with someone about something better than a lease where you get to own it, but you don't really own it, I would I would run. Here, BMW's offered something for a really long time. It's called BMW Select. And it's not a lease. It's a purchase with a balloon payment. And the one thing that's never explained about a balloon payment is in a lease, you have what's called a residual. In a balloon payment, you have what's called a final payment. 
a closed-end lease, you are not responsible for any deficiency that could be there in the lease. Value of the vehicle value versus the vehicle. what you owed. Now, if you have a balloon payment, and your balloon payment is $16,412, and your car is worth $12,000, you owe that money. A balloon, in my opinion, is just another way to use the terminology opened-end lease. An opened-end lease makes you responsible for the value of the car at the end of the term. And there's still, of course, mileage criteria restrictions. There's still, like, virtually none of the benefits of a lease are there other than a lower payment. Does a balloon have a mileage restriction? Absolutely. I don't know because I've only done one. And the one that I did was actually getting somebody out of one. And I shouldn't say that. There were two gentlemen that did this because they wanted a certain payment and they were the one who brought it up to me. One was the gentleman that had no problem. The other one was the guy that was referred to me through the gentleman that did the first one. And it was kind of funny when we were all sitting there and he said, oh, that was never explained to me. And my friend Mitch chimed in and said, now listen to me. Andrew, Gary explained it. I explained you knew what you were doing when you did this. And this gentleman, Andrew, was kind of funny because we made a car deal. Everything was done. Paperwork was being printed. And I had to do something for my mom. My mom had a doctor's appointment. About two minutes after I left the dealership, my buddy called me and said, hey, he wants to renegotiate the deal that you got. He thinks he can get a better deal. So I said, BJ, do whatever you want. He says, well, if he doesn't like what you discussed with me, he can go home. Normally, we don't get beat in car deals. Now, there's been instances where clients will take the information we get for them and they go shopping. Okay, I've had that happen one too many times. So if you're looking just to get a price on a specific car, I'm not the guy to call. Dane is not the guy to call. You know, we don't, Overpromise, underdeliver. We we explain to you that if we're going to help you, we'll be happy to meet you at the dealership. When we meet you at the dealership, we'll work the t- entire transaction. If everything is okay with the transaction, when we're done and you buy a vehicle, that's when Dana and I collect our four hundred dollar fee. If you're a radio show listener or a referral from a radio show listener, we we split that fee. If you're a referral from somebody that I've helped or a referral from somebody that Dana's helped and it's still a radio show referral, we still split that money. One of the best things that I have with Dana is the trust that I have that I don't have to worry about. They use a term skating. Okay, We don't skate each other. We don't not tell each other about people that we help. We don't follow up. And what's funny is when I do a deal that's a radio show listener, I'll call Dana and say, Dana, I made a deal. I have money for you. He does the same thing with me. We don't, that's the, that's one of the things that I hated the most about working in car dealerships, the lack of trust you could share with people that you worked with. Once again, very special thanks to the Earnhardt family of dealerships. They do a wonderful job understanding what it is that we do to help our clients. And that's what we do. We don't sell you cars. We help you buy a car. So 
they get it, they understand it, they make it simple, and it's always great to have relationships so that in the event there is an issue after the fact of you buying the car, there's something with the car, something has to be taken care of. It's normally a lot simpler for us to take care of those issues when we're dealing with somebody that we know better than somebody that we just met. Now, when I talk about somebody we just met, you know, Dana and I both last month helped people buy vehicles at the latest luxury car store in the Valley, which I believe is Arrowhead BMW. It could not have been any easier of a transaction. You know, we had Calais on the on the radio with us last month. Uh, Matt, his general sales manager, makes it really, really simple. But for the most part, we deal with people that understand what it is that we do. I remember Dana calling me one day and the guy said, well, if you let me make this much, I'll pay you this much more. We don't take money from the dealers. And uh, it, it's that simple. The only time I collect a check from a dealer is when the customer doesn't have the money to pay me. Okay, We don't do this as a charitable task if if you don't have the money, we collect it from the dealership. And that money is generally added to the price of the car. So if I'm collecting money from the dealer, I normally, not normally, I let the client know. We're about helping you get the best deal possible. And when someone says to me, what's the best car you can lease? Well, the best car you can lease is the car that you like. Now, some vehicles don't have good lease programs. Some vehicles have great lease programs. Cars that they sell a lot of generally have a wonderful program, and that's why they sell so many of them. Cars that are high demand, limited availability, they don't normally have the greatest lease available. Last month, people were talking to me about possibilities of Hyundai, Hyundai, Palisade, Hyundai Palisades and Kia Tellurides. Okay? I looked at the dealership's inventory the other day. Four dealerships owned by the same group. They had 14 Tellurides total in their allocation and on the ground. Four on the ground, 10 in transportation. You're not going to steal one. Not only that, but if you heard what he said, we're in one of the largest car markets in the entire country. So if four of the largest Kia dealers in the Valley are only scheduled between what they have and what's coming to have so few, it is clearly not a buyer's market when it comes to the price tag. Needless to say, Gary and I have wonderful relationships with the nice people that happen to run a Kia dealership. Chad at Rodeo Kia has been amazing. There's also the Hyundai Palisade. I don't know if you talked about that while I was away, but it's another vehicle that is very similar in that the supply and demand dictate that you simply don't get to pay for one of those what you would hope to. And with that, you kind of have to decide whether or not it's the vehicle for you because there's a lot of people that 
I think, feel quite strongly that it was worth paying a little more than they wanted to just to be able to get one. I'm not that guy. I, I don't think Gary's that guy. Here, this is the one thing you have to remember. It's all about this. I helped two people buy Hyundai Palisades. And both of them got what I thought were extremely fair deals. Extremely fair deals. Now, one of the deals, my friend hoped the client was going to back out because he got one of the few that were black with almost a white leather interior. And my friend Neil keeps his cars for 12 years and a minimum of 100,000 miles. You don't step over a couple of grand and buy the wrong car if you're keeping your car for 12 years. Did you hear what he just said? Because that is so important. So many times people go into a dealership and they get talked into by either the management or a salesperson into selling something that they have or they want to sell. If you plan on keeping a vehicle for a really long time and you're spending what has to be a lot of money to buy it today, why would you settle for something that wasn't either really darn close or exactly what you wanted if it could be had? You know, the other gentleman I helped, it was kind of funny. We went over to the Honda dealership and he wanted to look at a passport and a pilot. And he's not very tall, but he didn't fit in either one of those cars comfortably. He's got really long legs, so his knees were actually bent and hitting, almost hitting the steering wheel. Interesting. It was the craziest thing. I couldn't believe it. If I wasn't there, I wouldn't have believed it. But we went down to the Hyundai dealership, and all of a sudden, he went colorblind. White or silver became black, because black was the only color that was there. And my buddy said, if they'll take that car, this is what I'll do. Didn't take my friend 10 seconds to say yes. Now remember, they're brand new vehicles. They do have submitted financing. Okay, we'll be back next week. Once again, we're your car insiders. We work for you, not the dealer.